Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts with John Stephenson. John understands the importance of being prepared. Through rain, rocks, and snow, he has seen it all and survived. He has seen major disasters like Mount St. Helens and how vehicles were stopped in the street from the volcanic ash. Earthquakes, too, including the Loma Prieta earthquake, which felt like it wouldn't stop shaking. People were without electricity and could not hardly buy groceries or gasoline. The homeless lit bonfires in the streets. The Bay Bridge and other freeways were broken. God only knows what will be next. Welcome to Preparedness Thoughts, Episode 3 by John Stephenson. We invite Jesus Christ to guide us as we examine how our preparations can be used to preserve the lives of ourselves, our family, and others. What level of preparedness do you want for your life? I know it depends on how immediate the needs are that you see and what the consequences of not having things that you need are. It is sort of like having insurance. We can have insurance on your car, on your home, appliances, or your life. So why not have food insurance where you can even get something real for the money you spend? These days, more and more people are talking about some sort of natural disaster being closer than we think and with greater consequences than we are considering. Some event which occurs without warning, and then suddenly, perhaps, there's no gasoline, no groceries, and no ATM. And for some unamount of time, we don't know how long they last. And even if we did have a warning, the things that you want would probably be sold out. The grocery store shelves would be emptied. Hardware store items would be emptied in an hour or two also. All I know that in 2011, when I heard about the Japan Fukushima nuclear power plant being hit by a tidal wave, within two hours I went to the store to buy potassium iodine tablets, and they were sold out everywhere. They were even sold out of kelp capsules, which have a small amount of iodine in them. You see, in a nuclear event, you want to take some pure iodine so that your thyroid gland does not absorb any of the bad radioactive iodine. Well, anyway, it was not available anywhere. So think ahead. Prepare ahead. See what you evaluate as a problem that could happen in the future, and then prepare. You will want to have some kind of a medical kit, and what you have in it will depend on what you know how to use. But the very basic must-have items are plenty of cloth medical tape and gauze pads, as well as plenty of triple antibiotic ointment. You will want to have some ibuprofen and some burn ointment. And remember any prescription medicines that you take. You'll want to think about whatever it is that suits you. What do these basics mean to you? Because you're the best judge of what you want to have, but you have to think about it, and then you have to do it. All these different things are basic to different people. So in the Southern California Northridge earthquake a few years back, it occurred in the early morning, and many windows were broken. People would get out of bed just to see what had happened. They wanted to look out the window. And there were lots of people who got cut by the window glass on the floor. So in this case, preparedness would include slippers next to your bed. Well, you can't prepare for every situation, but you have to have some preparation for some. It's just you have to decide what is that the thing that you want to prepare for. Anything you prepare for will make it easier later on. So start your preparations now before there really is an urgent need and what you want becomes hard to find. And as for today, give thanks to God for the blessings that you do have today. Your letters with questions or donations are important. John Stephenson, P.O. Box 7222, Chico, California. 
888-529-9527. Email prepareforgod at usa.com or call 628-7222. Thank you for listening to Preparedness Thoughts on KKXX. Savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art saddle up your horses Welcome to Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter. This is the program that proclaims liberty to the captives of our beloved nation, where truth trumps political correctness, where the uncompromised word of God exposes the works of darkness and sets free those held hostage behind the iron curtain of a shamelessly biased media. For God has called us to stand for truth, and having done all to stand, we will stand. It's time to fight the good fight of faith to preserve our country, our families, fortunes, and sacred honor to protect our property, our schools, and yes, maybe even salvage some of our churches. America, we have a trail to blaze. It's time to saddle up. It's time to ride. Now, here is your host of Red Sky Radio, Rob Walter. Hello, America, and hello, world. Uh, Welcome to Red Sky Radio, Red Sky Radio Ranch, where we ride hard for the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you. We have a packed program today. I think I'm just going to tell you right up front some of the topics we're going to be covering. They are going to be guns, immigration, and abortion. Yeah, you say, oh my gosh, I've never heard you talk on those before. Well, then you've never heard this program before. But I will bring you some new things, some new developments, some things to be in prayer about. Uh, These are issues that are relevant, frankly, all over the world. Many places don't have guns. That's a problem already if you don't have any. Um, Lots of places have immigration issues. The word speaks to that, but there are particular problems that arise with immigration that we're going to talk about today. And the issue of abortion, gosh, it's all over the place. Pretty much all the nations kill their their, uh, unborn, innocent uh, human life. But it gets worse inside the United States all the time. Even though the abortion numbers are down in the United States, the advocacy, the push, the incessant uh, uh, demanding by judges and by the left that we be able to kill the innocent unborn just is going unchecked except by prayer. So we're going to cover all these things. And my, my piece of good news today As you know, if you've listened to this program for any period of time, you start with good news. I try hard to end with good news in between. Well, just hang on because it can be a wild ride, wild ride through reality. But I want to give a shout out. My good news this this morning is to a business in Wisconsin, a business which only called Ben Shot. And it's it started by a guy by the first name is Ben, and it's an that's uh, a glassware company. That what is unique to their items of glass is that they put a bullet inside the piece of glass. It's simply part of their artwork. Now I want to tell you, in most schools, most which are driven by left wing administrations in this country. If you brought a piece of artwork to school with a bullet in you with you within it, they would charge you with, um, you know, a, uh, a zero tolerance violation of their no ammunition policy. That's how crazy. That's how ridiculous. It's really just simply how asinine the left is on issues that should be judged, even if you set aside scripture, just judging it based on common sense. But common sense is not common to the left, whether that left is in America or whether that left is in Europe. Common sense is not their defining characteristic. In fact, it's noticeably and conspicuously absent. But this company called Benshot, which has already only been around about three years, started in a guy's garage 
because they uh, produced this, they wanted to also do something very special and very different for their employees for Christmas. And so what did they do? They gave every single one of their employees a gun as their gift for the holidays, specifically Christmas. And I, I think it's a fabulous idea. Everybody should have one. Everybody should have one who is not, you know, mentally deranged or uh, an ex-felon and think we have exceptions, and there are exceptions, those that have sacrificed and lost that right. But he did this, and everybody was excited, with the exception of a couple of people. A couple of people didn't want to decline it. That is, until they took a gun safety and a shooting course. Now they'd like them. You see, this is one of the things that the left has tried so hard and is, and is doing very well is to make people so scared and afraid of guns in this country that people who've never been around them don't want to be around them. People who've never shot don't want to shoot. And yet when people are around them and they have then become trained and they learn that the gun is yet another tool, Yes, it's called survival. Yes, it's called protection for your wife or your husband or your children or your loved ones or whoever is standing by. You see, you have a constitutional right in America, and you have a biblical right, a biblical right throughout the United States. In my opinion, it is clear in Scripture to be able to use necessary force to protect third parties who have come under attack. I mean, just take, for example, Moses. Moses is is living in Egypt. He's walking around one day, and he sees one of his brethren, another Israelite, having the tar beaten out of him, like unto death if he didn't step in by an Egyptian. Now, this isn't a Jewish-Egyptian thing, so don't get me wrong. This is just a Jewish guy seeing happens to see a Jewish guy being beaten up without merit, being because he's a, he was a slave and the Egyptian was in control, and he stepped in, and in defense of the third party, he killed the Egyptian. Now, he was afraid for what he'd done, so he, he, he took off. He went on the lamb, took off to you know the, the desert parts of, of Egypt out in the Sinai. But the point is, you've got a right biblically to step in to defend even others who are in in danger of imminent damage in the likes of great bodily damage or death. And so, once you know that, now you know what the tool is used for. That's what the gun's for, to protect yourself and to protect others who are under threat of some attack, whether it's a thug or a couple of thugs breaking into your house, whether it's somebody on the street who's going to slay you, whether it is military personnel who are exercising dictatorial powers and they're kicking your door down. You got that right, biblically. You simply do. And this company in Hortonville, Wisconsin, is celebrating that right. And I and for those of us in the United States and for those of you who live elsewhere, I want to tell you this is one of the remaining. We've lost some things. This is one of the remaining great rights in the United States. It is, I don't care what anybody else says, it is the main reason why the United States is now the longest-running constitutional republic in the history of the world. Yes, this country is formed upon God's word, but embedded within God's word is the right to keep and bear arms. It is. It is one of those things throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. Jesus said, hey, sell your, if you don't have a garment, speaking to his disciples, I mean, if you don't have a sword, sell your garment and buy one. Buy one. You need one for self-defense. It may be inside your home. It may be walking down the street. It could be from a dictatorial police or, or military that is imposing upon the citizens of its state the ultimate act of control, and that is killing the enemies of the state as they perceive them. Now, keep in mind, as now that's the end of the good news, but, I, but it's great news. I want to see more companies do this. And these, and I got to go back. The two women, or the two people who objected were women. I understand that they hadn't shot before, but once they shot, they said, "You know, I feel empowered. 
I feel like there's an element of concern that I've had that I now can take down a notch to protect myself. And I will tell you, any country, any let me just speak to the United States, any state in this country, any city in any one of those states that reduces the right to keep and bear arms to something that is more or just simply a uh, just a nice little thing to say you have when you don't have something you really don't possess, every single one of those states, those cities hate women. They hate and despise women because they've removed and stripped women of the right to be able to equalize the situation when they're attacked by a guy. Yeah, there are some women that are bigger, some women that are stronger, and some women that are faster than guys, but not most of them. In fact, very few, the average woman is not as strong, as fast as a guy is. Not as big, not as heavy. They need something. If it's she's 112 pounds and he's 212 pounds, she needs some help. And that help may come in the form of a 9-millimeter Luger. It could come in the form of a 45 ACP. But something to level the playing field. It's biblical. It's common sense. And glory, hallelujah, it happens to be one of the few remaining rights in this country that really figures prominently into the very survival of the people. You see, when somebody... Somebody in control has all the people guarding their fanny, whether it's Barack Obama, whether it's Hillary Clinton. They got She's got a whole bunch of people protecting her derriere, but she doesn't want anybody else protecting theirs. All the rich people have their own bodyguards, well-armed, but they want to strip the common folk of the right because why? Because the country in any country is made up of common folk, people like you and like me. And what do we need? What do we get? We get nothing in some states and cities in the United States. You can't walk around protecting yourself. But these, these elitist left-wing snobocrats, these democrats, they get their protection. They get their people to protect them. They get to have their guns and their semi-automatics. Are they better than we are? Of course not. Do they think they are? Absolutely. And you see, when you are disarmed, you can't defend yourself against a tyrannical government. They keep decrying in this country unnecessary gun violence. I understand there is unnecessary gun violence, and that is there's, there's people who shoot other people in, in gang warfare that's used in, in various crimes. But they include in that people who commit suicide and everything. So, But understand this. If you want to consider what is the largest group of people who have been victims of gun violence, victims of gun violence, open up your history book. That's right. They are citizens in various countries, be it Germany or <clears throat> excuse me, under, in World War II, whether it's Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge regime, whether it is uh, Kim Jong-whatever in North Korea. Go right on down the line. It's the citizens of countries that have lived under dictators that have exercised and confirmed their control by shooting innocent citizens. That is why the Japanese did not invade the United States in World War II, because like what General, what is whatever his name was, I can't even remember now, said, are you kidding, man? Are you serious? We're going to invade the United States? There's a gun behind every bush. That is why the Democrats so badly want to strip us of our right to keep and possess and bear guns because they know that's what stands between the totalitarian leftist control of this country and the continuation of the longest-running constitutional republic in the history of the world. I'm just going to give you an example here, a couple of examples, actually. In the state of New York, which I don't care for New York anymore. Sorry, you guys in New York, I, there's a bunch of people I love. Your state sucks. I'm sorry, it stinks. I don't use that word sucks, but it's that bad. It's like California. It's bad. And now they have a bill that they want to require gun purchasers to submit their social media history in order to be able to buy a gun. 
In other words, if you go apply for a gun in, in New York, if this legislation passes, which has been introduced, you will have to submit to the authorities the right to screen three or four years of what you have posted on Facebook and Twitter and what you look at on your um, Internet. So if you're out there and you're checking out gun prices or what have you, they want to see what you're doing. And does the legislation really define what constitutes objectively, what constitutes a bad social history to prevent you from getting a gun? I will tell you what it is. It's anything conservative. If you love the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, you're out. Ah, you're nationalistic. Ah, you're warlike. You're a potential terrorist, just like Obama thought under Janet Napolitano. Hey, if you're a veteran and you come back and you want to keep your gun, you're a potential terrorist, those right-wing right wing weenies. That's what they call them. We're the right-wing courageous ones, frankly, standing up a left against a left-wing wannabe dictator and B.O. himself, Barack Hussein. <sighs> he was bad news. He always will be bad news. Hillary would have been worse. And all the leftists that follow behind him, whether it's, a uh, what's her name, Ocasio-Cortez, just as bad, if not worse. So you're going to have to submit your history. They, they say they want to, quote, here's what they want to say. They're what they say. We want to look for, quote, commonly known profane slurs, slurs. In other words, just things, yeah, there may be derogatory comments, but what? So everybody who ever has, has anger and expresses it can't have a gun? Well, apparently so, because that means nobody gets a gun, because everybody gets angry at some point. But what do they call a slur? Used or biased language used to describe race. Well, heck, that would knock out a whole lot of uh, what's his name? Was it uh, who was it? Jimmy Kimmel? The others say they said that the terrorists in the United States are all white. They're white. Well, of course, he's he eliminates the various Muslims. He eliminates blacks. I don't know where he came from with that whole thing, but anyway, he says they're all white. They're the the cause of it. National origin ancestry, gender, religion, disability, sexual orientation, better known, God bless you, Vladimir Putin, for claiming it, naming it as sexual preference, threatening health or safety of another person or an act of terrorism. Okay, so I get the terrorism stuff. I get the threatening thing. Hey, we're going to kill so-and-so as soon as I can get a gun from somewhere. I understand that person's a concern. Maybe they're joking. Maybe they aren't. But I will tell you, whenever you give a left-wing government authority to exercise its authority in a purely discretionary manner, they will come down and use it hard against their enemies. That's what the left is. The left isn't interested in democracy unless they're the only party on the ballot. That's the left. I mean, any government that that's... Um, doesn't let you have arms, folks, is a government that doesn't trust its people. And if you have a government that doesn't trust its people, then you should not trust your government. And furthermore, you don't deserve to be in government if it doesn't trust its people. Well, last, last example here in the United States, yes. Guess what? A guy from California, also known as California, because we lead the world in abortions and um, trying to lead the world in keeping legitimate gun ownership uh, at a minimum inside the United States. Representative Eric Stallwell, a Democrat from California, said he boasted that the U.S. government having nuclear weapons at its disposal would take care of any gun owners who went to war against the United States. He said it started out when Stallwell, uh, a Twitter user, would said that Stallwell would spark a war by trying to force gun owners to get rid of assault weapons. Now, I want to tell you, here's the definition of an assault weapon. It's any weapon you use in an assault. A hammer is a, is a frequent assault weapon. But, they, but they're not after hammers because hammers will not protect you from a tyrannical government. Chainsaws have been assault weapons. They're not after chainsaws because chainsaws won't be used to defend you and your family in the case of government tyranny or against thugs and what have you, whoever breaks in your house, along with a hammer. I will tell you, a rock 
in your hand that you're using that you plan to kill somebody or damage them by hitting them in the head with it is an assault weapon. The question is, is what you're using used in an assault? Then it becomes an assault weapon. If not, it's not. You want to test this theory? Go into a hardware store, ask them for an assault hammer and see what kind of look they get. After they're done being cross-eyed, they might say, what are you talking about? I don't want a hammer to pound nails. I want to pound somebody's brains out. So Stallwall proposing this ban on military-style semi-automatic assault weapons. These guys, what liars. Stallwell is either the epitome of stupidity or the epitome of evil and anti-Americanism. And I don't want to suggest that you can't be both. Those are not mutually exclusive terms. You can be incredibly, abysmally stupid and incredibly and abysmally immoral and anti-American. He said if, there's a, if he proposes an assault, uh, assault weapons ban, he said the gun owners are going to rise up. And then so Stallwell says if gun owners rise up, we got nuclear weapons to take care of the gun owners in America. Well, I'll tell you, this should be an eye-opener to whether you're conservative or what have you. This is what the Democrats want, to strip us of our right to keep and bear arms so that they can take over without any resistance. This is always what it has led to when a country has been in the process of eliminating guns from common ownership. Well, I'll tell you, um, that didn't go well, but that's an insight. And I just got I just have to sort of leave it there today because I've got other things I got to get on to. I want to talk on immigration next, but keep in mind, this is, as one person said, don't let um, Trump sleep affect you. Trump sleep. Now, for those of you in the United States, I want to explain this. Trump sleep means where you go to sleep thinking that Donald Trump is all we need to protect our rights and we keep us safe and wake us up when when he's done because we know we'll be safe and can keep our guns and ammo in the meantime. No, guns and ammo sales are down. If you want to get a good deal on a gun now, do it. Buy your stocking stuffers for Christmas for your kids. If they're of age, make sure, like the employee in Hortonville, Wisconsin, that they're trained, they know how to use it, they take a gun safety class, the proper use, the proper cleaning, proper maintenance of the gun. Be sensible, because it's not any National Rifle Association members that are shooting anybody these days in the United States. Never has been, but they get all the blame. Gosh, I could go a whole hour on this and give you all the biblical reasons that Jesus supports. and All of Scripture supports the right to keep and bear arms. They do not have the time. But i got to move on to the immigration issue and the horde of the caravan on the southern border of the United States. Now, this has started out as a national security issue. It is ending up a national security issue. It still is. And I am going to enlighten everyone in the United States about a provision in the United States Constitution that, no, that will blow you away. No governor has exercised this right, though they have the right to do so. And I will tell you why the caravan is heading and is in, headed to California and not Arizona or Texas and apparently decided to pass on New Mexico. But first, we have the rhino, that means Republican in name only, Judge Roberts, who's attacking Trump because Trump is attacking the judiciary. He said, oh, that's not right. Roberts says, we don't, we, 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 we don't attack our judges. They're independent. Well, first of all, that's a lie. Second of all, he said, this hasn't been done before. Well, FDR, a Democrat, threatened to pack the court if the Democrats on, on the court or if the Republicans on the court didn't do what a Democrat president said he needed done and made constitutional. He would add members to the court and pack it with Democrats who would pass his legislation. We've had this forever. Quote John Roberts, we do not have Obama judges or Trump judges. End quote. He's actually right, but I want to explain to you why he's right. He's right because we only have Obama judges. We only have ju- the only we have judges that are not Obama judges, but they're not Trump judges. 
Yes, we have judges that would have passed anything and everything that, that Obama passed. And the fact of the matter is John Roberts is one of those Obama judges, a stupid ruling on our health care legislation, that the government could fine citizens for not purchasing a product and call it taxation. Gosh, is this guy a moron. I don't know what is hiding and lurking in his background that he's afraid that he would get exposed if he doesn't carry out the uh, carry out the uh, dictates of the left. We only have Obama judges. You see, the left has always used the court to do that which it could never get done at the ballot box. But you bring in a conservative judge, a conservative judge simply sticks to the interpretation of the Constitution as written according to its original intent. Leftist judges think they need to amend the Constitution themselves because they can't get an amendment through the states. So they take it upon themselves, these uh, these uh, black-robed tyrants breathing their threatenings from the bench and a horrible impersonation of Darth Vader from Star Wars. They do that from the bench because they can't get it done at the ballot box. So we, yes, we do have Obama judges. We don't have Trump judges. We don't have judges that are carrying out their own politically conservative activism on the bench to get back at the Obama judge rulings. No, they stick with the precedent. That's why the the, the pendulum, uh, it may swing left, it may come back right, but the whole clock is being pushed to the left. It's because of leftist judges. They push it to the left. The conservative judges don't upset the precedent that's set, and so they end up just not going further left, but they don't use their own pol- politically conservative leanings to turn it back to the right. And maybe they should. So, yes, we do not have Obama judges and Trump judges. We just have Obama judges. But it's because President referred to a federal judge as an Obama judge for his ruling uh, that uh, dealing with the limitations on immigration, this left-wing hack from the Ninth Circuit got out there, and, you, and and that's what the left wing does. They go to places where they got a bunch of Obama judges. That's what they use them for. They're there to cram, cram, slam, and jam their agenda down our throats, whether we like it. And I'm going to tell you in a minute what Trump needs to do. But Robert said that we should all be thankful. We should, uh, he said, we should all be thankful for an independent judiciary. Well, you know what? I would be thankful for an independent judiciary if we actually had an independent judiciary. I would have been thankful for that. Right now, all I can say is that I hope someday we do have an independent judiciary, the likes of which is set forth in the Bible in Isaiah chapter 1, is that the Lord would give us, in the end, he'll give Israel judges as they had at the first meaning I'm going to restore judges that ruled like they ruled in the beginning. The beginning when you followed God's word. In the beginning, United States, when your judges actually used the Bible as a means for giving interpretation and understanding to a constitution that had biblical roots and, and, and the Bible, which coursed through many sections of our Constitution, was interpreted rightly by judges who had respect for the Bible, as at the first. But we don't have that anymore. Now, I'm going to tell you in a second, before we move on to our next topic, what Trump needs to do and what some governors can do in the United States to our immigration crisis on our border. We'll be right back. Rob Walter, Red Sky Radio. Don't go away. Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter is a listener-supported program. Please know that 100% of your contribution goes to pay for airtime so that as many people as possible are able to hear that the Word of God has answers to every meaningful problem and issue in life. No one gets paid a salary at Red Sky Radio with Rob Walter, but in response to your support, we pledge to bring you the most timely and critical information you need to help make informed decisions in this age of media bias and a growing hostility to all things Christian. Your partnership makes you one of the watchmen on the wall with us, as described in the book of Ezekiel. Please send your support to Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. 
That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. We are back. Rob Walter with Red Sky Radio. i got to finish up this piece on immigration so we can get on to the uh, abortion matter, which will conclude this program. Hang on, because I've got some stuff you need to hear. Wherever you live in the world, this is good. it will be relevant. But I want to just simply say, in finishing up this piece here, uh, President Trump said every case that gets filed in the Ninth Circuit, we call it the Ninth Circus, because it's ridiculous how left-wing that California-based court is. What a bunch of... They wouldn't recognize a constitution in a bookstore. I said, we get beaten, and then we end up having to go to the Supreme Court, like with a travel ban, and then we win. Trump said, this was an Obama judge. I'll tell you, that's not going to happen like this anymore. And as one writer said, he said, the judiciary has simply become a bully club for leftists to push agendas that Americans reject at the ballot box. That's absolutely true. So then Roberts spouts off with his nonsensical statement to be thankful for a, ju- a judiciary with that we don't actually have anymore. We have it some places, but a lot of places we don't. It's why the left went apoplectic over Kavanaugh's appointment. It's why they stage these citizens, sit-ins and, and then riots and, and pay people to uh, get in front of left-wing media, which is pretty much all the media, to carry on about how serious this is. They, they're concerned about their precious little abortions that they want to carry out because they want to continue the unbiblical, unconstitutional left-wing drift of this country. I will tell you, Barack Obama's biggest import, this is for all of those of you listening in other countries, Barack Obama's biggest export, I wanted to correct that, his biggest export was immorality. Pro-abortion, pro-queer, pro-everything that is unbiblical that he used to export, whether it was trying to get the LGBTQRSUVWXYZ crowd into Russia during the uh, Olympics, whether it's it's influencing uh, elections in Kenya to make sure that a pro-abortion Kenyan candidate wins. That guy sticks his nose in everybody's business and then complained about, uh, about Trump supporting Brexit and interfering with the European matters while, he's, while he exports evil all around the country. Well, here's Trump's response, and it was a great response to uh, Judge Benedict Arnold. Sorry, Chief Justice John Roberts, you indeed do have Obama judges, and they have a much different point of view than the people who are charged with the safety of our country. End quote. I'll tell you, uh, it, and the president went on to say, he pointed out that that, that Ninth Circuit If they were as independent as Roberts makes them out to be, then Trump goes on to say, why are so many opposing views on border and safety cases filed there? And why are a vast number of those cases overturned when they make it to the Supreme Court? Well, we can't leave it up to President Trump. Here's something. Write this down. Go read it for yourself. I can't believe no one, and I mean no one, raises this issue as to the constitutional role and ability of a state, of a state, folks, to take into its own hands the issue of immigration at a certain level. Listen to this. Yes, immigration matters generally are appointed to Congress, but there's an exception, and it is in Article One of the Constitution. So write down Article One. Then write down Section 10. Then write down Section 3. 
This is where it comes in, and this will explain why this migrant horde, which is planning to bust down the barrier and stampede into the United States, this is why they went to California. It says under Article 1, Section 10, Paragraph 3, quote, No state shall, without the consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops or ships of war in time of peace, or enter into any agreement or compact with another state or with a foreign power, or engage in war unless actually invaded. In other words, you can't engage in hostile activity as a state unless you are invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit or permit delay. So if you've got a horde of 10,000 people ready to burst through your borders and stampede into your country, there, that, this, no delay is allowed to call in troops. You as a state, are you being invaded when 10,000 people bust through your border? You better believe it. That's why they went to California, because that's the one place they know they won't deal with it properly. Because you got Gavin, you know, Gavin, Gavin Gruesome, the new pro-abort governor who's, in, who's essentially acting on behalf of Jerry Brown, neither of these guys are going to put up a defense to an invading horde because they think they just got 10,000 more Democrats for the next election. Write that down. In the Article 1, Section 10, Paragraph 3, a governor has the authority to use military force when that state is being invaded and you have no action or not enough action to stop the invasion by the federal government. Never talked about. I don't think Trump knows about it. I don't think anybody knows about it. Beside the, well, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I, I got to skip some articles here. I want to talk about this bill that struck down a bill, I'm sorry, the judge, the activist judge which in New York, or no, not New, I'm sorry, Michigan, that struck down a bill banning female genital mutilation. Can you believe that? There's your Democrats in action. Yeah, you can skip the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade in New York. You got a couple of lesbos leading the parade kissing. Uh, so they throw the abomination right out front. Forget Macy's. Don't buy, shop at Macy's. They stink. You don't need to go there. Don't buy anything. You living overseas, don't mail order anything from them. And I don't even want to talk about the class offered at San Diego State University uh, on impeaching Trump. No, maybe we'll get to those three next week, and I'll go into detail. But I want to get to the issue of abortion. And we're going to conclude the program with this because I want you to see just how unmasked the pro-aborts are in this country. Now, I I hail some countries. I don't know. I think, in fact, I'm, I'm not sure on this. I think most Muslim countries prohibit abortion. God bless you guys. <clears throat> that you prohibit the killing of innocent, unborn human life. I think Russia has backed off on its strong pro-abortion policy to the point where I, I think that I read, and I could be incorrect, if you want to correct me on this, let me know. You can reach me, info at redskyradio.net, info at redskyradio.net. If you're listening from a Muslim country, let me know whether those countries permit abortion. If you're in Russia, let me know whether uh, where Russia stands on abortion these days because I believe that because of a uh, declining birth rate that Putin was concerned that they were running out of replacement Russians. I get it. I understand that. That's what's happened to Europe. That's why Europe is going to tank in a relatively short period of time. But as the pro-aborts in the United States, we've executed 62 million innocent unborn children. 62 million. Folks, that dwarfs all the Christians and Jews killed in World War II. That dwarfs the genocidal, genocidal reign, if you will, of Joseph Stalin. That, 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 uh, that dwarfs uh, Saddam Hussein and the butcher of Baghdad and what was done and Assad and, and the killing of, of, of largely Christians 
but, but Kurds and other minorities in those countries. We dwarf all of them, and we should be judged, and we are being judged. It's why the hordes are coming here is because apparently God is allowing certain un-American-like people to come into this country in great numbers so that, they, so that we end up realizing that our sovereignty is only rooted in our strength and belief in God and God's principles. Without that, we're toast. So a group that is supportive of Planned Parenthood called the Agenda Product Project, they come out with a with an ad. This is unbelievable, folks. It's called The Chosen. And I just want to read this from an article by Matt Walsh. He said, The 40-second advertising video opens with the image of a beautiful, smiling baby girl. Lullaby music plays in the background as the words, quote, she deserves to be loved, end quote, appears on the screen. On that point, most viewers would concur. She does deserve to be loved. Next, we are told that she deserves to be wanted. Well, most viewers, again, would concur. He said then, uh, Walsh writes, then comes the kicker. Quote, she deserves to be a choice. Quote, stand with planned parenthood as the picture fades. Now, understand, we're not talking about fetus and all these code words for it's not really human. We're not talking about, uh, what, what do they call it, um, the products of conception. We're not talking about these euphemisms that the left has always used to get away from the fact that they're killing innocent, unborn human life. They're trying to avoid the fact that they're admitting being butchers. That's over, folks. If there's and one thing that Walsh gives this group is their candor and honesty. They're not trying to say it's a clump of cells. They're saying it's a baby. It calls the baby a she, not an it, or that thing, or a product of conception. <clears throat> They've been saying, as Walsh says, they're saying what we've been saying on the, on the right and what the righteous have been saying for a long time, that we know that they know that it's a, that it's a human, that it is murder inside the womb. But now they are, the left is so bold that they are fine with saying, we know it's a beautiful baby girl, but we should have the right to kill the beautiful baby girl. Look, I mean, if the child had been um, not been Aryan in World War II, Adolf Hitler would, would love this advertisement. Might love it anyway. I mean, this is, this is beyond belief. Now, this is Christmas season, and if you are a Christian in the United States, India, Russia, Dubai, Saudi Arabia, Ireland, United Kingdom, Chile, Nepal, and Kathmandu, wherever you are, you have choices as you celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You have choices as to what things you buy and from whom do you buy them as a Christmas present. I do not know. I, I'm, I just have to plead ignorance here. I do not know what American products make it to various foreign countries. But I know that many of them are global companies, and they do business all over the world. And so... Since the so-called pro-choice people, those are saying you should have a choice whether you kill the baby or want to keep it. Of course, there's no choice for the child. He's dead as dead can be. The, the, chi the child is dead as a cold slab of concrete. They don't think it's there. So everyone who has a choice, the only one that really impacts, has no choice at all. The dead baby. Because Planned Parenthood spends $1.3 billion a year much of that subsidized by the government, 25% of their contributions to kill children and to support the laws to expand and protect the killing of innocent unborn children because 25% of it comes from corporations. You need to know who subsidizes the execution of the next generation. Can you do something about it? Absolutely. 
You cannot buy from them. You can write them and say, stick it. I'm not buying your product anymore since you support, and keep this in mind, these are the words, because you support the right to execute innocent, unborn human life. They can't, def- they can't deny that. The right to execute innocent, unborn human life. Is it human life? Obviously. It's not an acorn. It's not a cocker spaniel. It's not a German shepherd. It's not an eagle that's in there. It's human life. Is it killed? Yes, it's killed. Because if it weren't, is it life? Yes, it's life. Because if it isn't life, you wouldn't have to kill it. Is the child innocent? Of course. Is it executed? Absolutely. Conspiracy between mother, husband maybe, boyfriend maybe, and a killing doctor. Absolutely. That's what you need to write. You, corporation, support the execution of innocent, unborn human life. Now, I'm going to give you a list of companies that will shock you. These aren't ones that just sort of indirectly support abortion by giving to, let's say, the United Way that turns around and then gives some of their money to planned non-parenthood. No, these are the ones that give directly thousands and thousands of dollars to the killing machine known as Planned Parenthood. And take note, you might want to change who you do business with, and I would encourage you to do it like me. I made a $585 purchasing decision yesterday in part based on this. In part. A 500, yes, it's, I buy myself a Christmas present each year. This was my Christmas present to me, sort of, to my wife. I smoked out the house with a fireplace that got out of control. Now I've got to buy a top-end air filter machine to get out the smoke particles and and maybe it'll help me uh, reduce my snoring. I hope they they say that. <clears throat> I went. I, I I spent the max on an air purifier. But I'll get to where I made the decision here. I'll point it out as I go through this list. Now I'm not going to go through here lightning speed. But if I do, and you want to hear it again, go to redskyradio.net or go to darkskyradio.com. And at darkskyradio.com, you can click on a link for Red Sky Radio and pick up or pick up a podcast of this program. Excuse me, and you can hear it again and again and again and stop it and start it and write down these names so that you know you, we don't have to we don't have to tell Santa who's naughty and nice. You're going to know who's naughty and nice, or at least you're going to know who's naughty when we're done with this list today. So let's get going because I'm running out of time. Aetna, Aetna Insurance. This is new to me. I have a small part of my health insurance with Aetna. I didn't know they were bad until the other day. i got to make a change. All state insurance. All state insurance. You think you're in good hands? Not hands that got blood on them. Not hands that are contributing to the butchering of innocent children. You're not in good hands with all state. Fire them. American Express. American Express. I've got a, a card I hardly ever use, and this is going to be the end of it when it comes around for renewal. American Express, I'm not going to support you when you support the execution of innocent, unborn human life. AutoZone. AutoZone is an auto parts store. I don't think they're in any foreign countries, but that does it. I'm going to tell them why I'm not shopping at a new one being built near us, and I'm going to support Napa and O'Reilly's. Napa and O'Reilly's, you've got choices. Avon, can you imagine this? The beauty thing? How, how, where does beauty line up with butchering? Where does, what, where does facial cream line up with blood on your hands? Where does the pink Cadillac line up with veins in your teeth? Nowhere. Fire Avon. Get some, get, or, and write them. When you don't, uh, write them. When you quit buying the product, write them. Bank of America. I knew they were always a pack of losers. Bath and Body Works. Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. So they make a product that appeals to little children, and then the little children are part of the crowd that they're participating in executing. Way to go, Ben and Jerry. That's real manly. Blue Cross Blue Shield. Blue Cross Blue Shield. You're in the healthcare business, and you support the execution of innocent, unborn human life. Boeing. Well, maybe that's why that one crashed and burned in Indonesia the other day. BP, which I think is BP Amico, Charles Schwab, Clorox, the bleach, 
Well, you know, what is that? You're bleaching out these babies. That's right. You're eliminating them. Is that what it is? What is this? Uh, Craigslist. I don't even get that, why Craigslist would support it. But I don't know what the I don't know what the alternative is there. I have not even begun to look. Energizer, the Energizer Bunny. Well, that's right. There's about 62 million innocent unborn children that have been executed. They have no energy at all, Energizer, because you've supported them. Expedia. I've got an Expedia. KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR.
the advance of human liberty can only strengthen the cause of world peace. program to bring you a special news bulletin. The Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, by air, President Roosevelt has just announced. The attack also was made on all naval and military activities on the principal island of Oahu. But one of those keys is the master key, and it will open the lock. Come to this city as the guest of your distinguished mayor, who has symbolized throughout the world the fighting spirit of West Berlin. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. With the deadly and violent campfire only recently being contained as of this Sunday, a fire that ravaged Butte County, areas of Paradise, Megalia, Concow, 